Manimal here. It's Wednesday, November 1st, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we've got to talk about Adolis Garcia and Max Scherzer. We're going to get that out of the way, and we're going to talk about World Series Game 4 last night, and we're going to preview World Series Game 5 tonight. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YDK. And just wake up and pinch yourself on a Wednesday morning. The Texas Rangers are a game away from being World Series champions. But, man, we've been here before. So we've got to go out and take care of business tonight, and we're going to talk about it today. Let me introduce you to my co-host. Well, before I introduce you to my co-host, don't forget to check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers, WTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me, my co-host, 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull, is excited and as pumped up as I am about the prospects of what tonight's game could mean for this team. Tell them where they can find socials and tell them how you're doing well first of all yeah i'm doing great uh rangers win last night they put up uh, a couple of five spots early on in the second and third inning and we're uh we're coasting on the that bullpen as far as we can before you know uh, boach finally settled in and said let's just get this last out um but uh overall man you can't you got to feel good about uh where the rangers are sitting how the Rangers are doing, and uh, you know, eighty-six uh, percent of the teams that get to three games, uh, three games to one, uh, win that World Series. So, uh, you, you know, you got to like their chances right now of uh, of taking care of business and winning one of these last three games, and 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 being World Series champions and being World champions for the first time in Rangers history. So. There's so much excitement going on in this in the in the DFW Metroplex and with everybody that's a Rangers fan because as we've found out over the course of these la- of this last year doing this show, oh excuse me, that there are more fans for the Texas Rangers than just the people in the great city of Dallas, the great Metroplex of Fort Dallas Fort Worth. There's so many more Ranger fans than that. We've got fr- Ranger friends now all over the country and all over the world. So, you know, I'm excited for all the people that have taken the time to listen to our show, the people that take the time to support the Rangers. It's an exciting time to be a Rangers fan. And, you know, I mean, I'm trying to keep as calm and as cool about it as I possibly can, but uh, there may no, there may not be any containing me tonight after nine innings. Yeah, if, listen, guys. If the Rangers win this game, it's going to be 
a historic night to remember. Let's not forget that this team right now, no matter what happens from here, is already the best team the Rangers have ever had, period. Because this is the furthest this organization has ever made it, ever. Well, this is the furthest they've ever made it. And so right now, already at the the highest that this organization has gone, and we can smell it, but we've got to do what we've done all year long, one game at a time, win at all costs, do what we got to do, and then how confident are you feeling about Bruce Bochy and him being that mad scientist over there on that bench? I think this is the greatest coaching job I have ever seen in my life uh, as a baseball fan, and I've been watching since, you know, I was eight years old. Yeah, no, the the same, and I mean this is this is right up there with with some of the greatest managerial jobs of all time. This is, I mean, this is this is everything. I mean, this is Francona with the Red Sox type stuff, really. I mean, if you ask me, kind of, you know, like how the Rangers have been this team that is. You know, they've been so close before and we've been two outs or we've been one out away, one strike away from being world champions before. And it, and it wasn't the case. And, you know, you know how it is. I mean, you know me and you know how I've been with this team and this show and everything all season long is that, you know, you stay positive about your baseball squad because sometimes you win. 11 games on the road or 10 games in a row on the road or whatever. And, and I mean, that's, that's a franchise record. The Rangers have never won 10 games on the road ever in their franchise's history. And they decided, you know what, the best time to start doing that, the playoffs, the playoffs. So yeah, no, I mean, it's just incredibly insane to, to think about this team. And we knew we had something special on our hands uh, probably as far back as maybe January, um, but I didn't know how special. And I mean, honestly, as a guy that had been an admirer of Bruce Bochy from afar, uh, you know how excited I was whenever they brought him in. If you remember correctly, I forced you to do a podcast the night that they signed Mike Maddox to come in and, and be the pitching coach because I was so excited about it. So, I mean, I just... I'm, I'm I'm excited about what the Rangers are doing, but I'm also excited about the idea that they have a general manager that is focused on bringing pitching into this thing. And this is a sustainable thing if they can keep that pitching at the level that they've had this year. And I mean, and it can only get better in the bullpen. Absolutely. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this team here in a second. But first, a little bit of news uh, to run over with the Rangers. I got to do socials too, real quick. So, oh, yeah, X, done that. Wow, that's, that's yeah. Amazing. I got so excited about the Rangers. It's easy to do. I've I've been doing it all week. Uh, but first of all, in um, Twitter X, you can find me at Manimal Bull. Instagram Manimal three hundred, and both Facebook and TikTok Bull Pro. Uh, we've been having some great conversations with some of our. Uh, with some of our fans from the show. And by fans, I mean new friends because the, the, the we're going to be friends with all these people if they want to be. <laughs> yeah, and if you listen to this show uh, and you follow us, like, you know, we're not like, you know, whatever, some big time, you know, mega followed uh, social media entity, and nor were we ever really trying to be. We're just looking to make Ranger friends. We're friends. And we're just looking to make more friends that are Rangers fans 
that, you know, really love baseball and just want to talk ball. They want to kind of kick all the frills to the side and just, just kick back and talk about baseball. And that's, that's really what this is all about for us. Um, so Rangers. So there, there is a little bit of news coming out of the Rangers camp. Uh, Marcus Simeon looks like he's up against uh, doing something that's never been done yet again. Another thing that, you know, with Garcia breaking the RBI record, now it looks like um, that Marcus Simeon is going to break it. Yeah, he's um, three at-bats away from breaking Lenny Dykstra's plate appearance record for all time in the, uh, I guess it was the 93 World Series where the Phillies fell to the Blue Jays. Uh, Lenny Dykstra had the most plate appearances of all time at 633, and right now Marcus Simeon is sitting at 630 plate appearances. And uh, tonight, barring a no-hitter, um, he will break that record, and uh, honestly, uh, you know, if they get no hit, that means he's going to get at bats tomorrow. So he's or on Friday, so he's going to get he's going to break that record one way or the other. Yeah, that's really awesome. And then I don't know, did we have any other Rangers news to to talk about before we talk about the game? Well, I mean, the biggest one is we've got to talk about Adolis Garcia. And we got to talk about Max Scherzer and what happened right before the game yesterday. Because when we were on the air yesterday, we were trying to be as optimistic about uh, Adolis Garcia as possible. But once it came out that it was a moderate strain and his oblique, that we kind of knew the writing on the wall. And yeah, yeah sure, Adolis is a tough guy and he's going to go out there and take some swings and try and put himself in a position to play that baseball game. But. I mean, once you heard that it was a strained oblique, you're kind of thinking, well, that's four to six weeks, regardless of how how tremendously, you know, in shape and trying to get things right, and no matter how good the doctors are and how, how much treatment that you get, you're just not going to get back from a strained oblique the next night. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it is part of what comes with being a big, strong dude like him. Uh, we saw it with uh, with kind of that little patellar strain that he had as well. I mean, when you're big and strong and explosive like that, you're throwing a lot of mass around. And you what think is- like a Bo Jackson, you know, like so that just kind of comes from the territory. Only big, strong dudes can tear a muscle because they're so freaking explosive. Well, um, and that's the same injury that Jordan Alvarez had earlier in the year for the Astros, and I'm pretty sure it kept him out about four, four to six weeks. So, you know, I'm in. You wouldn't expect, I didn't, I mean, I wanted to say that it was going to be just, uh, you know, a cramp or maybe a little strain, like maybe a, a light strain. But what you hear that it's a moderate strain, you know, that you, you knew that he wasn't going to be back. And uh, the Rangers do what they have to do because you can't, you're already shorthanded without Adolis Garcia. So you can't be any more shorthanded. So they went uh, down, they picked Ezekiel Duran back up and uh, put him back on the 26-man the roster. And uh, with Max Scherzer, kind of the same thing. They don't see him pitching in the game seven. There's also a situation where, you know, I mean, Bruce Bochy is not even close to thinking about a game seven right now. There's no way he's thinking about game five and putting this thing away and hanging a banner in Arlington. Absolutely, and, so. and the right thing to do because, you know, we got Max Scherzer next year as well, 
and we don't want to mortgage like his career or put him in jeopardy. I think that the team we've got left, the, the, the squad we've got left, as we saw last night and as we saw throughout the year, uh, I still think this squad can get it done. Oh, there's no doubt. And, uh, man, we saw it last night, and we'll talk about it later. But the Rangers have been, and we've said this all year, this is a next man up uh organization right now and it started in april whenever you saw it with with uh dane dunning replacing jacob de grom and you saw the same thing with with zeke duran replacing uh cory seager and the list has just went on and on all season long and they've gotten help from guys that they never thought they'd probably get help from in the in their whole lives this year i mean like the idea that Evan Carter is the most is is got a thousand plus ops in the World Series or in the playoffs this season. That was not ever even a thought in my mind in in April or even you know or earlier. Um, I know that la- last you know May, whenever things were starting to come unraveled in that outfield, there was a lot of talk about Evan Carter coming up, but you knew that he needed, he, he needed more time down in the farm. And I mean, he just continued to put himself in a position to where if he made it there, he's never going back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like they said numerous times on the broadcast that, you know, he's going to get every day at bats next year, rightfully. So, so um, as far as the Rangers go, I think we can continue talking about the next man Real up. Real quick, uh, yeah, uh, uh, for Max Scherzer, that next man up was Brock Burke. He struggled a little bit last night, but he hadn't thrown in, in what, two weeks now. Uh, good opportunity last night in an 11-1 ball game to get his feet back wet and get him uh, uh, as much as you could allow him to do. And, because you never know, you may need him again down the road. Uh, but... Uh, bottom line is right now that you know the Rangers are in a position to where uh, it, it, those injuries and all of that, no matter how bad they've been for the Rangers this year, that they're still just one win away from this World Series, and they're doing it with guys like Travis Jankowski now. And hey, he showed up in a big way last night for the for the Rangers, and um, you know that's all you can ask from a guy that's just kind of stepping in and. And man, I mean, like everything has just kind of come up roses here in this playoff series or this playoff uh, run this year. And and honestly, I mean, having having guys that you could count on in that back part of your uh, bench, that's just that that's just huge. And I mean, nobody expected that from Jankowski last night. So for him to step in there, step in that role make things happen, you know, that's everything you could ask for because you can't replace a Dallas Garcia. No, you can't, but, but you can contribute. So real quick, let's talk about this game. Uh, but before uh, well, we I was going to say one last thing before we uh, got on and I kind of talked about it in the open, but last night it, the Rangers have been of what a, 1961 was the first year that the Rangers played in Washington as the Senators. Uh, 72 is the first year that the Rangers played in Arlington as the Rangers. And in that course of that whole time, the Texas Rangers have never won 10 games on the road in a row. Wow. And last night was their 10th straight victory in a row 
in this playoff set that they've been through. And that's just, that's just remarkable right there. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to have a record like that for, or break something that you've done or do something that you've never done in franchise history, you might as well do it in a playoff run. Right. And it's kind of like that old adage that goes, if you, if you want to go places you've never been, you got to be willing to do things you've never done. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a great moniker uh, for, for this team. And, and heck, I mean, why? I mean, you won ten. Why not go ahead and win eleven? And and, and uh, just come on home, world champs, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, you know, I, I like it. That's all the Ranger news I've got. There probably could be more if we wanted to. But real quick, I just want to remind everybody: December first at Martin House Brewing, the Matt War Pro will return with the Matt Classic, and that's C L A S S I C K. Mm. So come on out Friday, December 1st. Join us for Matt War Pro's Winter Classic. It's going to be a tag team tournament. All the stars of Matt War Pro will be there and we'll have food trucks. We'll have Starry's ice cream and we're going to have that body slammer beer by Martin House Brewing and Matt War Pro. Absolutely. Look, super pumped about it and we can't wait. We kind of have a little bit of an abbreviated uh stuff to, today just because well, we normally take wednesday off yeah we're normally off today but we're not taking a day off till the rangers take a day off um and so we went ahead and popped on here so let's talk about this game last night um you know it, it's funny because i had absolutely no doubt in my mind that when the rangers got up like they did that the, the diamondbacks were not just going to roll over dude i had no i was like there's no way this game just ends 10 zip it's too early and the Diamondbacks did exactly what I thought they would do and that was fight like tooth and nail to try to get back into this ball game um they did not make it easy for the Rangers and the Rangers had to do what I figured they were going to have to do and that was pull out all the stops to keep this team down uh but the Rangers come up with uh with a big win off of two huge innings and really uh let's let's give ourselves a little pat on the back because uh you brought up Jankowski you brought up uh, Marcus Simeon. I brought up Josh Young. And together, those three guys were the huge factor. I want to say six runs scored, seven runs batted in, and they were a combined seven for 14 yesterday. And those guys had a huge impact on uh, the Rangers winning the game. Uh, but also, big shout-out to Andrew Heaney, who threw a gem out there, uh, which we've seen him do all year. Remember, he broke like a Nolan Ryan record early in the season. So we know Heaney has got it in him. Uh, so let's break this game down. I'm going to turn it over to you because that is your specialty. Well, first, the first thing I'm going to say, yeah, uh, Andrew Heaney, that was that was everything you needed from Andrew Heaney on a day where you were you were concerned about what you were going to get from your starting pitching, and uh, you know, uh, for the Rangers, a lot of those runs, or actually. All of those runs, I believe, came with two outs or what should have been the equivalent of two outs. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of the Heim home run, obviously. But in that first inning, the, the Rangers had a runner at third, two outs, and the first run scored on a pass ball. Yeah, Josh Young. Yeah, Josh Young scored on that pass ball. But then once you got past that uh once you got past that you know i mean you get another hit from jankowski 
I mean, you get the walk from T- Tavares, you get another hit from Jankowski, and then Simeon triples down the <laughs> down the third baseline, and making me look like a genius. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, behind that, they they went to the lefty, mm. and. Dude, I mean, like the idea that he didn't throw at Corey Seager's head four times mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I mean, like, I'm not saying that, like, you know, throw at his head. I'm saying, like, the, the idea that there was anything close to the strike zone was insane. Because, I mean, Corey Seager's seeing the ball better than anybody in the field right now. Lefty, righty, it doesn't matter who you bring up there to face him. It, yeah. I mean... I feel like everybody in the building knew that Corey Seager was going to go yard right there. Yeah, man. You can't – when Seager gets like this, um, you know, you got to give him the kind of the Barry Bonds treatment, man. Like, especially when you're when you're in a close game, uh, you just look – it just doesn't – it's not a good look to get beat by the hottest hitter in all of baseball um, all year long, really. I mean, it, it – but I'm happy they did. You know, I'm, I'm happy they thought that – that was a good idea because, uh, man, uh, when Corey Seager hits a home run, uh, there's no, it's, it's no doubt when he, when that ball, oh, no. back, that, man. that uh, ball was scorched. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what the entails of 108 off the bat. 430 was yeah. the, was the totals on that. And then you get into that second inning and it, and it starts with, with Josh Young. You know, Josh Young able to, you know, single, get the thing going. Or uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he doubled up the up the alley there, yep. uh, right center alley. Yep. You and you got, you that's got. Like the uh, goal, man. He lives in that right center alley, dude. That's that's where he's got a lot of power too. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. And you know, I mean, they're they're looking for anything to happen because they get. They get Nate Lowe to strike out. They get Jonah Heim on a ground out. So you got Josh Young at third, but there's two outs. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong inning. Yeah, I think that the was the wrong it. inning. I already talked about that. Josh Young, I got confused because Josh Young singled in the in the second as well to get mm-hmm. that thing going as well. So Nate he had Lowe, a double in the third, right? No, he had a double in the second, single okay. in the third. Jeez. And then uh, – Nate Lowe had a really good at bat uh, in that right behind him to single up the middle. And now you got first and second, nobody out. And Jonah Heim hits a, I mean, he hits a a chipper right at the gold glove first baseman. And Christian Walker just couldn't do anything with it. He just demanded on the transfer. He couldn't get a hold of the ball. And you're looking bases loaded, nobody out. Yeah. And I mean that's a huge deal, especially when you get Leody Tavares to strike out on the next pitch or on the next mm-hmm. in the next at bat, and you're looking. All right, well it's bases loaded, two outs now. Should have been bases loaded, three outs. Mm-hmm. But Jankowski doubles right behind that. You get Young in, you get Low in, and now I'm you got sure. second and third for Marcus Simeon. And Marcus Simeon finally gets on, uh, gets the gets to run around the bases at his free will in this mm-hmm. playoff series with a big three run homer, and that pushes things out to ten nothing. Yeah, I uh, you know, I made my son cry again. 
That, um, yeah, it happens. Home run. I, I tried to even contain myself, and it, it wasn't as bad as last time. Um, and I knew how to at least this time how to console him. I have a I have a method now when my baseball excitement um, causes him to get traumatized, uh, and I'm hoping he doesn't attach that to the to the, the great game. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Rangers are sitting up ten zip at this point. Ten zero. I mean, you're talking five unearned right there on the in the five. second half, and that's just. I mean, that's what baseball's about right there. You make a mistake and you get punished for it. And the Rangers, I mean, they punished Arizona for every mistake they made early in that game, and 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 you could tell ten nothing. Um, you, you saw that. Uh, I mean, Boach rode uh, Andrew Heaney as long as he could. He got him five uh, out of that thing, and uh, I mean, you know, at this point, it's about up ten nothing. It's about preserving arms in the bullpen. That's why you only saw an inning from Dane Dunning. That's why you only saw an inning from Cody Bradford. Um, again, Brock Burke was awful, but mm-hmm. Brock Burke hasn't pitched in in a couple of weeks to you know anything besides batting practice. And then uh, Stratton gave up the home run, but uh, he came in. He got the once once it kind of cleared out, he he settled in and was able to get the other the other two outs. Uh, when in the ninth inning, I'll, I'll be honest, that was a little bit uh, interesting bringing Will Smith in right there. Um, yep. But a little bit of bad luck, that ball, that uh, that double kind of like tailed off up the alley. Um, it wasn't a well-hit ball or anything like that. Uh, then comes back behind that and gets, um, uh, what, Cattell Marte and Corbin Carroll swinging. And then uh, Bochi said, you know what, I've seen enough of this. I'm going to make sure we get this thing out of here. And it uh, goes to LeClerc. LeClerc did give up a weak ground ball back up the middle that scored those two runs. But this thing was never as close as it looks on the on the box score. Uh, great. First of all, first and foremost for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, I want to say what a wonderful job by their crowd to not mm-hmm. only stay in the ball game, but keep cheering throughout the night even when their team was down 10-0 and 11-1 they stayed in that game there weren't a ton of empty seats even after the fifth sixth inning and it was 10-11-1 so really really uh, um, because we've seen some stadiums clear out this year yeah yeah, you know, and, the, and the Rangers do that to teams, and and even in this playoff thing, I mean, we've yeah. we've seen it happen this year in the playoffs where the Rangers kind of do this to a team, and the you know whether it be Tampa or Houston or Baltimore, you know, it kind of clears out a little bit, and and you know Baltimore did the same thing because the Rangers that front end of their bullpen, it's not just heavily reliable, Mm-mm. you know, Burke Stratton. Smith, which one of those strikes yeah. the most fear in your heart, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, there's, uh, there's definitely, um, you know, room for improvement on that front of the bullpen. And we can't, you know, I mean, as much as I'd like to, to be all over Burke, Stratton, and Smith, we've needed all three of those guys at certain points in this year. 
And uh, at certain points in this year, they've been good for this team and, and they've helped this team win. Uh, it just hasn't happened to be in September or in October. Uh, but, you know, you got to use those guys. You're trying not to use Leclerc, Chappie, um, Spores, if you could help it last night, because now you're looking at you've got, you know, tonight, if you can get through five with a lead, I mean, you got to believe the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth are going to be split up before between those four guys somehow. Absolutely. And, uh, well, let's go ahead and just give a quick preview of tonight because uh, I got to jet out of here. Um, so tonight the Rangers are putting our guy, um, geez, you know, who's, who's there's so many MVPs of this team, but we wouldn't be here without him. Uh, Nate Eovaldi uh, goes tonight for the Rangers. And then for Arizona, they've got Zach Gallen. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, if you're going to beat Zach Gallen twice in a series, you're going to have to literally – do it all right, man, because that guy is, is as good as it gets. So, so we've got a daunting task uh, if we're going to take home that uh, that World Series trophy tonight and hang well, out in our and, and I wouldn't expect Nathan Eovaldi to go out there and give up five as well. I no. would be, uh, you know, I, I, he made some mistakes at the bottom of the zone last time that he. I'm sure that he will not want to make this time. And as long as that fastball is played into that splitter, uh, Nate has a real chance to be as dominant as you could possibly be tonight. The one concern that I've seen with Zach Gallen is that Zach Gallen has uh, pitched a lot of innings now. Mm -hmm. He's coming up on maybe 250-ish uh, innings this year. And that's a lot of innings for a young kid. Uh, I'm not saying that that's, that means anything. It, it could mean nothing because, you know, I mean, guys used to throw 340 <laughs> innings if they're in the World Series. So, right. um, you know, I mean, starters used to go, go game one, game three, and game seven, you know. So uh, it, it's a different world. But, you know, at, the, at this point, you know, we're, we're just uh, we're riding Nate. We're gonna we're gonna go with what he's got. I would be uh, shocked if it wasn't Jankowski back in right field again tonight, uh, based on what he did last night and knowing that they're gonna have a right-handed pitcher on the hill. And uh, you know the Rangers can put this thing away tonight. It's a seven oh three start time back on Fox. And uh, if you like, at this point, I'm I'm convinced John Smoltz is just doing a bit. So. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, the, it'll be on one Oh five, three, the fan here in town locally. If you want to listen to hall of famer, Eric Nadell call the game instead of John Smoltz, but Hey, we're, um, we're one win away. I mean, we could be talking about world champion Texas Rangers tomorrow. And that's about as exciting as it gets for a couple of guys doing a podcast about the Texas Rangers. Absolutely. And we couldn't be happier to be here. And I have a feeling no matter what, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. So tune in. Uh, let's hope we're celebrating that big Rangers victory. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, one word. And we didn't get to tell you today about our exclusive content down the farm with the boys. We cover all things minor league. That's just $1.99 a month. And so look forward to a lot of good content. Uh, once this World Series ends, we're going to do deep dives into every single uh, Rangers organizational level. 
Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Let's go Rangers. Let's take this World Series on the road. Set a world rec- a road record. Do something this team has never done before two times tonight. For the 300-pound animal, this is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys. Signing out.